When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, I'm Oscar and you're watching Scouting for Goals. In this episode I will discuss my favorite non-template picks in each outfield position and we'll be looking at a combination of both underlying stats from the Fantasy Football Scouts members area as well as other observations that I have made. I have made a short list of the players that I find the most interesting to jump on who aren't highly owned and let's try to figure out if there's just one or two of these players that stand out a bit more. We're gonna look at defenders first. I'll first score them on a scale of one to five based on my subjective view on them. And after that, we will score them based on the underlying stats and see if they support my view in any way. Here is the list I made and we're gonna briefly discuss each player. Cancelo, he's the same price as Diaz and he seems quite nailed considering some comments by Pep and he's been unlucky not to score an attacking return yet. However, the thing with Cancelo is that his fixtures are also quite bad, so I'll give him a rating of 3. Digne, his fixtures are good, but a part of me feels like you might as well get another Everton defender who is cheaper because attacking-wise he hasn't impressed enough, I would say. I'll rate him a 3 as well. Now onto the Wolves and the Spurs defenders who I would argue is the best value at the moment. With Wolves fixture swing and his aerial threat I'll give size a 4. They look solid and have been unlucky to be conceding as many goals as they have. They've also dominated the matches that they've played. I'd like to give Semedo a higher rating than size. A higher rating because his positioning has been really interesting. But size was the explosive one last season out of the two. So I'll give Semedo the same rating for now and let's see if the underlying stats can be a tiebreaker. For the Spurs defenders, we have Regulon and Dyer. They seem a bit underpriced as long as they start. While Dyer is the dull pick who gets the job done, and I think one could say that he has been the FPL asset that people thought they were getting when they bought Ben White from the start, I'll give them both a score of 3.5 because I'm not sure if Dyer's nailed or not. And they've also been super lucky to not concede yet. Cresswell is a top performer who has ticked along just like he did all of last year. With Kurtzoma coming into the team as well, there will be one more player to cross two on set pieces. But bear in mind that Cresswell seems to be sharing set piece duty with Bowen. I'll give Cresswell a rating of 4. Next up we have Rudiger. His fixtures are tough, but denying Liverpool a goal with 10 men is a testament to that they'll be doing well in the hard games as well. I'll give him a rating of 4. It would take more in terms of offensive ability to get a higher score than that. So, for instance, if Rhys James would have been eligible to play the next game, I would have given him a 4.5. Lastly, we have Pereira. He often goes a bit under the radar. As soon as this week is out of the way, he has a nice run of fixtures and with two attacking returns already, he is showing that he'll potentially be one of the best 5.5 options this year. That was my initial score for the defenders based on my observations. But let's look at some underlying stats as well. And we have this first table, which is Dusra's Wingback Wonders, one of the most popular public stats tables. And as we can see, there are a couple of my players that I thought of that 
appear on this list. The requirements to appear is that you had two starts at minimum and three chances created and a minimum of four crosses and also a minimum of 72% pass completion. Cancelo and Semedo and Regulon and also Cresswell. Roughly half of the players I mentioned appear on this list. And for instance, Digne seems to be doing better offensively than I had thought myself. And Livramento, the 4.1 player, is also here, which is amazing. Um, I just don't trust their defense, but still, he's going to be a quite template pick if he's not already. Dusra's dodgy defense is, is another table and it shows where teams are weak and we can see on the big chances conceded column which ones are performing well and Wolves and Everton are standing out to me here especially considering Wolves has had a couple of quite tricky fixtures so far. Brentford are also scoring well here and Rico Henry would be someone I'd consider for the very short term but his fixtures medium term are just too poor. Chances in the box conceded is also interesting and Everton and Wolves and West Ham are doing well there. Based on these numbers I'll give the players the following ratings. Now on to the attacking players and we'll start with Torres. Obviously he could become a very good pick considering his role in the team uh, of the last Premier League winners but there are a couple of things speaking against him. They haven't had Champions League yet so we don't know how much he will be rotated and they really have a quite tricky group, so they have to turn up there. If there's any game he's going to be rested around, it's going to be an easy game when it's Champions League times. I still think he'll be value if you hold him a little bit longer and can have patience with him. But in the short term, I think there's better value elsewhere, so I'll rate him a 3. Jota, while he's not template quite yet, he's likely to be just that. If Firmino seems to be out for more than one game week, he already seemed to be preferred first striker and now Firmino might be out for a while. A lot of us started with Tsimikas and it's now difficult to get Jota in smoothly. He is a great pick however and the usual main concern of rotation seems to be heavily reduced. I'll give him a rating of 4.5 based on this. Next player up is Gray. He looks exciting. He passes the eye test and has had a couple of returns. He's still quite a differential and has a lovely run of fixtures after the City game. He's the second best per million player after Benrama so far. I'm not questioning his minutes at the moment, the way that he's performing. Only thing is, do I really think that he has become a better player? He has always been a good watch, but his output has always been a bit average. Now he has two goals from two shots in the box and they haven't been tap-ins exactly. And he doesn't strike me as an elite finisher. Could still be a crazy enabler and maybe Benitez is the man who is going to get the best out of him. I'll rate him a 3.5. We have also Gallagher. He is a sneaky option, a super differential who is driving forward on the field. He is playing for a worse team than Gray uh, at the same price level, which is my main concern. I wouldn't back the team... Crystal Palace at the moment but they did score two versus West Ham and maybe they are going to improve. This doesn't need to be a prioritized transfer I would say that this is more like watch list material but if you do get him you can always bench him in a tough game week due to his low price which is quite nice. I already shouted Triore prior to game week three in this scout article and my opinion hasn't changed. I'm a bit worried about the fact though that Jimenez hasn't looked himself which will hurt Triore's assist potential. Yes, his end product is poor, but I think he's gonna tick along due to the sheer amount of chances he creates every game. The last midfielder on the list is Pogba, and this is also a little bit of the, a watch list pick for me. 
and if you do own greenwood pogba could be a nice way to downgrade greenwood when greenwood seems to be losing his minutes um, but there are a couple of question marks around Pogba. His explosiveness, however, is not a question mark. And that's why he's a good pick. He was fantastic on the left wing. If he continues to deliver like he did in the Juros and at the start of this season, then he's still going to be good value. I'll give him a rating of 3 for now. And Jota seems to be the guy in that price bracket to own at the moment. Jesus is finally proving his worth to the Manchester City team. Suddenly, when he's not playing in the position he was bought to play in, but they are so fluid and he'll still end up in front of goal. At the moment, I think we should look at him like a much cheaper version of Sterling. They are both on the wings, but they always end up close to the gold for some tap-ins. He looks more confident and a starting City striker at that price. Well, if he keeps that spot, he's great value. And he's owned by only 6% of managers. Leeds have been a little bit up and down, but Bamford looked very sharp last game and has had a mini price drop. Over the whole season, I think he's going to perform on par with his price and he's fairly priced, but he's also a bit explosive with a five double digit haul season last season. The problem is that he's fighting, obviously, with Antonio and DCL for a slot in our teams and their fixtures are also fine but standalone he is appealing we have saved the best for last let's talk a little bit about ronaldo ronaldo is getting older but he barely looks like it he just scores and scores and scores and why wouldn't he do that in this league as well i think they've priced ronaldo fairly if he was going to be cheaper everyone would want to own him and He's basically a new Kane that was added to the game, except that Kane doesn't look like himself, maybe. His head is not in the right place. So if you consider Kane's last season, which was great, I think Ronaldo could match that, considering he's still one of the best strikers in all of football. And he's playing for a very good team. This last table I'm going to show you is also a very popular one. It's called One Stat to Rule Them All on the public stats tables area. From the players I mentioned, we can see that Jota and Torres and Traore appears here. Rafinha is creating chances, but he's not shooting that much. Traore has higher expected goal involvement than Rafinha, which is interesting. Bruno has had five shots in the box compared to the main guys on this list with over 10 each. Lastly, I have used the build my team feature to see the algorithms projections. Some players that stand out are Bamford and Jota. Gray is very highly rated by the algo considering he's very cheap. It also seems to be rating Pereira quite highly considering his first fixture is terrible. After that, he should be a really great option as I thought as well. Semedo is the third highest projected scoring defender here, which suggests he'll be very good value. For a little higher price, Digne and Rudiger should be considered if you want to spend that extra money, but I don't think it's worth it considering the results of this algo. I'm gonna leave you with this nice table. Thanks for watching and I'll see you next game week. Good luck until then.